Come, Holy Spirit, as always, we entrust ourselves to your infinite mercy. We pray, Lord, that you would just make our minds and our hearts and our souls fertile soil, that your word may bear great and abundant fruit in our life. Illuminate these scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You know, there's times when you read the Bible, we read Scripture, and we're like, man, what is Jesus saying? You know, like, it's confusing, or it's hard, or maybe it's not Jesus, it's St. Paul, like, who knows, right? And there's some times where you're like, okay, I got that. Today, Jesus says, a good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. Not very confusing, right? You know, like, okay, Lord, tricky, maybe not. You know, very simple here. But a good tree bears good fruit. And a rotten tree does not bear good fruit. And so the Lord is, again, applying that to our life, right? Then from the fullness of our heart, and when the Scriptures speak of our heart, it's not talking about, like, our emotions, which sometimes we, we mean that when we speak in contemporary American culture. When we say heart, we mean our emotions. When the Scriptures speak of heart, they're talking about the core of the person, the, the real core depth of the human person, it's present. So from that place, from our core, is what manifests itself in our life, right? Either good fruit, which is what? The scriptures speak of the fruits of the Spirit. Peace, love, joy, gentleness, generosity, kindness, modesty, chastity, meekness, all these things that are the virtues that are ours by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit and our cooperation with Him, configured more to the heart of Jesus. And when, right, there's sin reigns in our hearts, then what are the fruits? Lust and greed and envy and pride and jealousy and vainglory and vanity and you name it. They, they just come pouring out. And so as we... This is like the end of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in St. Luke's Gospel. And he said some pretty difficult things the last few weeks. Like, man, Lord, you can kick me off the team right now. Like, this, like, how can this happen? How can I expect to live what you're asking of me? And we may look at this as I was praying through this. I'm like, man, Lord, how do I bear good fruit? I need to not be a rotten tree. And how am I not a rotten tree, Lord? Examine my life. Examine my exterior actions. Examine my interior thoughts and all these things, Lord. How do I become that tree that bears good fruit? Particularly as we're moving towards Lent, right? So in case you didn't know, Lent starts in a few days. That's where everybody is... Uh, getting the pre-Lent out right now. That's, that's where they are, right? But on, on Ash Wednesday, in a few days here, we're going we're gonna to be starting Lent. 
And to begin thinking to ourselves and really praying, Lord, how do I become a good tree that bears good fruit? And as I was praying through these scriptures this week, I, I kept being drawn back to the 15th chapter of John's Gospel. One of my favorite chapters in my favorite book in the, in the scriptures. Love John's Gospel. I absolutely love the 15th chapter. So in Jesus, I'm just going to read part of what he says. And just to put that in context, again, from chapter 13 to chapter 17 in John's Gospel, all of this happens at the Last Supper. And this important, pivotal moment in Jesus' life and his relationship with his disciples and what's going to happen 13 through 17. Like, if you're looking for somewhere to start reading the Bible, that's a cool spot. Be like, ah, just, you know, playing Bible roulette, not always the best thing. Like, just flip it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Try John's Gospel, 13 through 17. Really, really beautiful place. But in chapter 15, Jesus says this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and everyone that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. Speaking to his disciples, he says, you are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I'm going to read that again. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. We're reading through today's gospel and we're looking at like the, the judgment piece and all this and the good fruit and the bad fruit. And we're like, man, I need to change my life. And then we can go oftentimes to two extremes. I mean, again, the enemy always wants to bring us to the extremes. Either the one extreme, like this is impossible, I'm never going to grow in virtue, and I despair, and I don't do anything. Or the other extreme that says, okay, well then I have to do this all on my own effort, and I'm anxious and worried and fearful, but I'm just trying and trying and trying and trying and falling on my face. When the real space where the Lord wants us to be, right, is in His grace, recognizing very well that I cannot grow in virtue, I cannot bear these good fruits of generosity, chastity, kindness on my own. But only when I'm grafted onto the vine of Christ, only when I'm surely grafted, right? I'm a branch on the vine where the life-giving waters of the Holy Spirit flow through the vine into, into my life so that these things become real in me. If, you know, we're at a place in our life right now, like, man, I, I, think, I think I jumped off the, the vine. <laughs> like, I'm not even on there. Well, blessed be God for His mercy. Come back to the sacrament of reconciliation. And that's the place of being regrafted. Being regrafted onto the vine where the divine life begins to move within our hearts and souls again. Maybe you're like, well, I, I, I feel like I'm, 
I'm in a state of grace, right? And I'm on the vine, but man, got a lot more rotten branches on me than ones that are bearing fruit. And in that place, like, Lord, what needs to be pruned in my life? Because that's what Jesus says. It's, it's a promise from Him, right? When we remain on the vine and every vine, the Lord's pruning it. Taking away those branches that don't bear fruit. And even at times, if you've ever seen someone tend a vine, like a vine tender uh, actually prune a vine, they take off the dead leaves, but they also take off some of the good leaves. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why? why are you pulling off a good leaf? What is that? It pulls off, if there are too many leaves, then the, the, the vine is going to support more leaves than grapes. And so there's a, a, almost a perfect ratio, right? To have good amount of leaves. And if you have too many, then you don't get enough grapes. But if you have just enough, so he's, he, he knows how many, right? So even in our life, certainly we got to get rid of the sin. But sometimes to bear more fruit, there are good things in our life that we need to tend away. To allow the Lord to prune so that we can bear more fruit for him in our life. As we're approaching Lent, that question, don't just think to yourself, what should I do for Lent? If you're just thinking to yourself, what should I do for Lent? Then we're asking the wrong person. You know? Let's ask the Holy Spirit. Lord, what do you want me to do for Lent? How do you want to prune in my life? What are the things that I need to fast from, right? What are the things that I need to give more of? Where do I need to pray more? How do you want to prune me that I'm going to bear more fruit for you, Lord? This is what we long for. We can't do it on our own, only in communion with the Lord. And so that's a simple thing today as we're, we're in this last Sunday before we begin Lent. Do we want to bear good fruit? Hopefully your answer is an enthusiastic yes. And then so it's very simple. Let us remain on the vine. And let us allow Christ to prune us. And the Father to prune us. If we need to be grafted back on, again, come back to the sacrament of reconciliation. To be grafted back onto the vine. Be drinking deeply from the well of divine life. And to know this, that it is not just us who want to bear more fruit, but God desires it for us. Jesus says this, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Right? That you bear much fruit and become my disciples. He says, so, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. And I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Let us seek, let us seek to remain on the vine and allow the Lord to prune us. Meditating on these words of Jesus and taking direct action in our life. Remain in me as I remain in you.
Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. 